So Hezekiah began to reign when he was 25 years old. He was the son of Ahaz. Hezekiah, yep. Ahaz, remember, was a wicked king. Hezekiah was not. His mother was Abijah. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord according to all that David, his father, had done. That's a pretty remarkable statement. I'm not sure that God had said that about any of the other kings of Judah since David. He would say they did what was right. He walked in ways with his father David. But this one, it says, according to all that his father David had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the Lord's house and he repaired them. He fixed it up and he assembled the Levites and he said to them, hear me, consecrate yourselves and consecrate the house of the Lord, our God, and carry out all the, all the stuff that has been like piled up in here, all the bad stuff. For our fathers have been unfaithful and done what was evil. They've forsaken the Lord. They shut up his house they destroyed all the things that were supposed to be in here. They haven't been offering the burnt offerings in the, in the holy place like they were supposed to. That's why wrath came from the Lord against Judah and Jerusalem. That's why they've been destroyed by our enemies. He said, we're going to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel. He says, be, do, be diligent. Don't be negligent. Diligent and negligent are opposites. Like diligent means being very careful to do everything you're supposed to do. Negligent is when you're like, whatever, I don't really care. I'm not going to do the things I need to do. Like if you were negligent at school, it'd be like if your teacher was like, all right, do your math problems. And then you were like, whatever, I'll do one. We used to, in high school, we had one professor where we were supposed to write these essays every week. We were supposed to read an article and then write an essay or a little, like a one page saying what, we, what it was about. And some people in our class used to, they figured out that this professor wasn't really reading everything in the paper he was just like kind of glance at it so they would just like write something in the first sentence about it and then something in the last sentence about it and then in between they would just write nonsense and they would just get a's so they shouldn't have been doing that they were being negligent right <laughs> and mom did it most of all just kidding i bet you anything that mom never did that <laughs> I don't think I ever did that either. Cause it, I, I'm sure I didn't. Cause, cause more also besides being negligent is very dishonest, right? If he tells you to do one thing and then you pretend like you've done it and you haven't. And being negligent in what God teaches us to do is also always a form of dishonesty. So he's telling them to, to do what he's called them to do, to stand in the Lord's presence, to minister to him, to make offerings. So they did that. They were encouraged. They were encouraged by their, by their king calling them to do what they're supposed to do. He didn't try to take their place and do it himself. He just said, you guys, you know, serve the Lord, serve the people and do your job. So they gathered and consecrated themselves according to the words of the Lord. That's why they would like wash themselves a special way and put on the right clothes to do their job. So they went into the house of the Lord and they cleansed it and they took out all the bad stuff to the Brook, Kind to the, uh, brook Kidron. That's like a little river nearby. And uh, they did all those things according to the word of the Lord. And they went into Hezekiah and they told him, we've done all those things. We, we've, we've prepared all the utensils, got, got all the stuff that King Ahaz threw away. We've made ready the house of the Lord for, for worship. So Hezekiah rose early because he's excited. And he gathered the officials of the city and went up to the house of the Lord. And they brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, and seven male goats 
for a sin offering and for the like kingdom. That's what you're offering to the Lord for the sins of the people. And like the, they would make all kinds of offerings at the temple, bulls, goats, rams, etc. And none of it was ever enough to pay for their sins, but it was all a picture of Jesus who would pay for our sins as a sacrifice. So they offered them to the Lord and they slaughtered the bulls and they did all the things they were supposed to do with the blood and, and the rams and the goats and all those different things. And uh, they made the offerings and So they, he was a good king? Oh, he's a very good king, yep. So then they stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with their, with their instruments and they played and sang to the Lord. And uh, let's see what else they did. Ooh, the priests played trumpets. They made their burnt offerings. They sang songs to the Lord. They probably sang the Psalms like David had written. And they all worshiped the Lord. And then they did until the, until the burnt offering was finished. And then they bowed themselves down and worshiped. And uh, they sang praises to the Lord. And then he said, let's see what else he said. Ba, 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 ba. There weren't enough priests to sacrifice all the offerings that they brought. So the Levites helped them until the work was finished. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. So they restored the service to the house of the Lord and all the people rejoiced that this had happened. Then they also celebrated the Passover. They hadn't celebrated the Passover in a long time. What's the Passover? And we'll hear more about that next time, I think. Um, the Passover was when God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, when he killed the firstborn sons of Egypt, and they painted the blood of the lambs on the door. It was another mm -hmm. picture of Jesus. They were supposed to do that every year. But there were like long stretches in the history of Israel where they didn't do it at all. Like no one ever did it. Just like there was a long stretch here where they weren't offering sacrifices in the temple. And that's why Hezekiah was like, this is terrible. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what God gave to us to be a picture of Jesus and to bless us. And we turned away from him and worshiped these false gods. And that's why all these bad things are happening to us because God wants to turn us back to him. So we're going to restore this true worship. You know, it's a lot like uh, when Martin Luther at the Reformation. There wasn't a temple and burnt offerings and sacrifices because that wasn't the kind of worship of God in the New Testament. The true worship of God in the New Testament is the preaching of the gospel which creates faith and brings about trust in Jesus and the forgiveness of sins. It's the fulfillment of all those sacrifices. And at Martin Luther's time, hardly anyone knew what the gospel was because it had been hidden and darkened and obscured by the false teachings of the Roman church. So he brought back that true teaching, or God brought it back through him, just like God restored the true worship through Hezekiah, and it was a major blessing to God's people. That also has to happen like for all of us, all the time. We can't, we can't rely on just other people. You guys can't say, oh, you know, I'm a Christian because my parents were Christians. You no! To, you have to be Christians for yourself. That means you have to hear the word for yourself and continue to go to church. And when you have families, teach them, your kids, the Bible, just like we teach you the Bible, just like our parents taught us the Bible. And then they do it to their children, right? That's the only way that this works. Every generation has to hear the word, has to hear the gospel, and be brought to faith by the power of, of Jesus in, in the gospel for themselves. 